0: Welcome to the Energy Shift Podcast, the podcast to bring you energy healing techniques, insights from a medical intuitive and consciousness-raising methods, all tied together to help you change your energy and heal your life. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Dr. Katarina, and you're listening to episode number six, The Energetics of Thyroid Disease. So this is what we will talk about today. I will share with you what the energetics about thyroid disease are. I will talk about the personality of a typical thyroid patient, the energetic and emotional themes of thyroid disease, how to heal the underlying emotional and energetic patterns. And lastly, I will also share with you nutritional factors that play a role in thyroid disease and what you need to tell your doctor which tests to take. So when we talk about thyroid disease, the most common thyroid disease is a so-called hypothyroid, which means that the thyroid cannot produce enough thyroid hormones. And the most common um, one here is Hashimoto thyroiditis. This is an autoimmune disease where the immune system attacks healthy cells and thus then creates a um, inflammation in the thyroid, and that leads them to not enough thyroid hormones in the body. It's estimated that 20% of all women above the age of 60 suffer from an underactive thyroid, so it's kind of an epidemic already. The classical symptoms of a thyroid that isn't working properly are weight gain, fatigue, a sluggish digestion, inability to think clearly, dry skin, hair falling out, and often also a thinning of the outer part of the eyebrows. So those are the most common symptoms. When I do my medical intuitive readings and I take a look into the energy centers of the body, the chakras, we can see that with an underactive thyroid, the pattern of light that is emitted in the throat chakra is very incoherent, or we can also say chaotic. And the interesting thing is that also science has established that each cell, each healthy cell, emits a pattern of light that is coherent, meaning harmonious, and the cell that isn't healthy produces a pattern of light that is incoherent or inharmonious. And this can also be seen in a medical intuitive reading where take a look into the different energy centers. And typically when the thyroid is underactive, that light that the throat chakra emits is usually not a clear blue color, but is more of a grayish color. And also it doesn't extend that much. So... Usually, when we have a healthy thyroid, that light, I can see that light um, radiating outwards. And with an unhealthy thyroid, especially when if, when it is underactive, that light turns inward and it's very incoherent and chaotic in there. Now, with this um, throat chakra, we need to know that the, um, it opens to the front and also to the backside. So I always take a look into both um, areas, front and back. Sometimes the front is more open, sometimes the back, but usually there is a, a blockage, an energetic blockage when we, when there is thyroid, there is a thyroid disease present and it can be seen in the energetic reading. Now, I have been doing medical intuitive readings for over 10 years now. And what's interesting that I have found is that there is a personality of a, what I call a typical hypothyroid patient. Now, if you suffer from an underactive thyroid, you might find yourself in the description. But keep in mind, this is just a general view. Of course, um, in a, in a reading, I can always take a look and see what is actually happening for you. But in general, what is interesting to notice is that these people are very giving. So they're usually overly concerned about the welfare of others, and they give, give, and give until they have no more energy left for themselves. Often, a um, typical thyroid patient also doesn't know exactly what she wants and what's in her highest interest And she has not learned or forgotten to ask for what she wants and what she needs because there is a disconnect. There's a disconnect between speaking your truth and knowing what you want and also asking for it. Often this is because in childhood, um, She has learned that whenever she asked for something that was important for her, she didn't get it. And so a belief was formed that her needs are not important. And over the years, she might think that, why even ask if I never can get what I really want? That's one part. Then the other part that is also very important here when we talk about the personality of a hypothyroid patient is that she doesn't only overextend herself, but she has a very hard time in setting appropriate boundaries. And the boundary meaning um, saying no when she wants to say no, but it's also often a very energetic thing that she energetically just gives too much energy to other people and to her surroundings. And then again, she... Feels not only overwhelmed by life, but also can build up resentment because the feeling is, um, I give and give and give. And what does come back? Where, when will my needs be met? So that can breed resentment later on. And then, of course, the feeling of being disconnected from the life force, which then on an energetic, um, level can also lead, of course, to this fatigue. So that's a a typical thyroid patient, you might find yourself in this pattern. Now, when we talk about the emotional themes of um, thyroid disease, because uh, every chakra also holds an emotion and an emotional theme in there, and the typical theme here is not being able to express yourself, not speaking what you want, feeling like Um, life is just passing you by, and this can all lead to, um, from the energetic and the emotional perspective, can lead to thyroid disease. Now, let's talk a little bit about how to heal the underlying emotional and energetic pattern. One thing is important to understand that even if you find yourself now in this pattern is that first of all, you need to understand that it is not your fault. It's something that you have learned and it's like a program that runs and the program meaning that you cannot have what you want. You need to always give and give and give because you feel like you can't have what you want. So just know that this is not your um, your fault because it's a, it's a pattern, it's a program. And, The way we can change a program or a pattern is, of course, to first become aware of this pattern and then also of your reactions. So what I mean by that, I want you to just notice day in and day out what happens, right? When do you feel like someone's asking something of you and you feel deep in your bones, you feel like actually you don't want to do it, but you feel You need to because you might fear that this person doesn't like you anymore. If you say no or there's just this underlying feeling that you don't even have a choice in saying no. So when that happens, just become aware of the pattern. And when you notice the pattern, say, "Okay, this is the pattern. This is what's happening, because again, you need to bring awareness into the pattern first but the best thing to do is to not judge yourself that you have this pattern. So just the awareness and then just notice what happens in your body. And usually this is, can be felt very energetic, in a very energetic way, that you might feel drawn to doing this. They're almost like there's an energetic pull that makes you do those things that you don't want to do, right? And so that is one thing that to, to notice. And then also, think about your life. What are the things that you actually would like to have or would like to do, but deep down you feel why even trying or why even why even voicing it if you cannot have it anyway, right? Then of course, also um, when we speak about truth, because thyroid is also about being in your truth and speaking your truth. So when do you agree with others, when you actually have a different opinion and you just don't say it because you feel like your voice doesn't matter? Or you might fear that there is conflict that will arise when you voice those needs. So just become aware of them and say, okay, now here is the pattern again. The next thing then to do is, I want you to know that you can break a pattern and you can do this in different ways. Not only becoming aware of it, but then also making a choice, a choice to do something differently. And usually, this is just a caution, a warning here. Usually that when you break apart, and especially with your family members, where you were the one always saying yes to everything, you were the one always giving and lending the helping hand, and suddenly you say you know what, actually, I don't have time or I don't want to do it. Usually that's when you get resistance because people, they are not, the people around you, they are used to you saying yes all the time and there will be some resistance. But just know that also in a family dynamic or it can also be in in the office, for example, right? It doesn't always need to be family. Um, usually there will be some resistance, but if for, at first... But when one person in the dynamic starts changing, and this is going to be you, there will be some time of adjustment period. But then when you have changed, other people will change as well. Because even though you think you are a, um, a human being who's separated from others, in truth is we are all connected and we exchange energy, right? So if you change your energy, others will be affected too. So then the other thing that is very important here is to work on your beliefs. And I've spoken in previous episodes about the power of belief and changing your beliefs, starting to work on them is so important because it's the program that runs, it's the filters through which you see the world. And if you have a negative belief, for example, that that says i can't get what i want or no one wants to hear my truth or i cannot express my my needs or my needs are not important you will act upon these beliefs and you will see the world through this filter the filter of the beliefs they it um it looks very real and very true but but keep in mind it's just a thought it is not necessarily true It just feels true because in your mind, consciously or subconsciously, you have um, heard that belief or said this belief to you over and over and over. So there is an emotion attached to the belief that makes it feel real. Okay. But again, you can also change your beliefs. And one way to change your beliefs, which I found very, very helpful, is it's very simple. Basically, what you do is you put one hand on the heart, and I always like to use, for the belief change, I like to use the heart chakra, because it's the biggest chakra in your body, and so it doesn't matter if you put the right or the left hand on your heart, and then you gently rub it in a clockwise motion, and you do this to energize it. And then what you do is, you say out loud, that's ideal, right? To say this belief out loud, because especially thyroid has to do with um, speech. But if you cannot do it, you can also think it. And then what you do is, you work on these beliefs that you want to have. So you might want to make a list first of um, writing down which beliefs will be important for you. And i give you some examples here that you would need my needs are important. That's an important belief. I know how to express my needs. I can speak my truth. It's safe for me to speak my truth. I can get what I want or I know how to set healthy boundaries. So think about it. Which belief you think would really, if you had this belief, would make a difference in your life? And if you feel, if there is an anxiety feeling that comes up when you think about a positive belief, for example, if you if you wanna have that belief, I can speak my truth, right? But if there is an anxiety that says, oh, that says, well, if I speak my truth, what will other people think of me? Or maybe they won't like me anymore. Then what I suggest is you include the word safety in that belief. So for example, you wouldn't say, it's safe for me to speak my truth. Okay. So once you have your belief and you put one hand on the heart chakra and you gently rub it in a clockwise motion, you say or think the belief that you want to work on. So you can do it with me right now. And let's just use the one that um, we've just talked about. It's safe for me to speak my truth. Now, the important thing is here, when you say it out loud or you think it, that's the most important thing, actually. you allowing yourself to go into the feeling of it. And I say allow on purpose because you don't want to push it. It's more like a, a passive thing. So allow the energy of that sentence come to you and fill your heart chakra. It's safe for me to speak my truth. And if you've never spoken your truth or it was very hard for you to speak your truth, it might feel a little bit scary. It might feel a little bit foreign, right? At first, but that is the whole practice here because you want to get accustomed to That new feeling, that new energy of it's safe for me to speak my truth. And then allow yourself to feel it. Now, when you do, just know that in the beginning, it's going to be a little bit harder for you to feel it because it might be something very new for you. But over time, it's going to become easier. Now, I always suggest doing these exercises right first thing in the morning. And also, last thing, when you um, before you um, fall asleep, so you're already in bed, you can also do it during the day. But usually um, waking up and then falling asleep, those are the best times because, and I also spoke about this in previous episodes, is during those times, your brainwave patterns are in a more relaxed state, in an alpha and then theta state, where it is where you can literally speak to your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is listening and it's going to be easier to absorb these new beliefs into your whole being. And when you work on changing beliefs, it's not enough to do it only once, right? You have to keep working at it. You stay with it and Previously it was thought that it takes about 21 days to change a belief but now the research shows it actually takes longer it takes about 6 weeks to change a belief and a habit so belief and habit usually go along right so if it's your if it's your habit to not speak up because your underlying belief is it's not safe for me to speak my truth then those two patterns those um the belief and what you do with it, right, that will take a while to change. But keep at it, and it's totally possible. Now, I would also uh, like to guide you through an exercise, an exercise that will energize your throat chakra. And you can do it with me right now. Of course, if you're driving, that's probably not the best thing to do. But if you're sitting and you're in a comfortable position and you're not going to be interrupted for the next five minutes, that would be a great thing. You can, of course, once you know how to do it, I also suggest doing it every day. So what we want to do is we want to energize the throat chakra and the energy always follows attention. That means that when you put your energy on your throat chakra, the energy increases there and that's what we will do that's what we need if there is if you have a low on thyroid you need to increase the energy in the throat chakra now before we start we always want to set an intention because intention is also very important okay so you want to close your eyes right now and take a deep breath And take another deep breath and just try to settle into your body. And take another deep breath. And set the intention with me right now. And the intention is to increase the energy in your throat chakra and to bring about healing to your thyroid gland. Great. And now what I want you to do is I want you to focus and bring your energy into your throat. And just notice what you feel there. Maybe you feel some tension there or some constriction. Or maybe it's open. Whatever whatever you feel, it's okay. And the next thing, what I want you to do is, I want you to imagine something, and you don't need to see it completely clearly in your mind's eye, that's not important. A vague sense is already enough. And I want you to imagine that there is a blue light right in the center of your throat chakra. An important thing here is that this blue light emanates in all directions, so not just into the front but also the sides and, of course, into the back. And now imagine that this blue light becomes stronger and stronger with every breath you take. This blue light is the healing light, the light that brings coherence and harmony, not only into the energy center, but of course into your thyroid gland directly. And make that light stronger and stronger just allow it to happen naturally bringing healing into your body into your thyroid healing coherence and harmony taking away Old patterns and beliefs that don't serve you anymore. And it happens easily and effortlessly. And now imagine that light become even stronger and stronger. And now filling up your entire throat. You might feel some warmth. While you do this, that's fine, and if not, don't worry, but that's what often happens once you put your energy and awareness there. And now allow it to expand even further out now. Also, that light is now also around your throat. So it's emanating from the inside into your throat, thyroid, and also now outside of your body. Make it as strong as you want. Ask it to heal you, to heal your thyroid, to help you speak your truth to help you know that yes, your needs are important and that you can express your needs and that you can get what you want. Now just notice how this feels like when the throat and the thyroid is energized. This is of course also a practice that will become stronger and stronger the more often you do it. But just notice how, how it feels right now. The important thing here to understand is that you don't need to know how to heal your thyroid. There's an intelligence in your body that that regulates all the system, all those chemical reactions that go on all the time without you knowing, it makes your heart beat, makes you breathe, right? So there is this intelligence in your body and your your job is to direct the energy first, to set the the intention, direct the energy, but then to let go. And just allow that light to expand naturally, knowing that your body knows how to create coherence and harmony. So this is another practice which I suggest you do every day. And the interesting thing is when you do this and you set the intention, often what people report back is that it's much easier for them to then also change their pattern, right? So that's that's the fascinating thing. It's like your body knows how to create balance. And then also when you are more balanced in your throat chakra, usually it's much easier than also to break a pattern, a long-standing pattern. All right. So... Lastly, what I want to share with you is I want to talk a little bit about the nutritional factors that play a role in thyroid disease. And I wanted to add this because I've seen that so many people suffer from thyroid disease and they're not aware that there are also a lot of nutritional factors that play a role, which can be fixed rather easily. So for the thyroid to function properly, it needs... Certain nutrients, minerals, and vitamins, and the most common one is of course iodine. That's found in seaweed and fish, and also in salt. So often yeah, it's iodized. Unfortunately, still a lot of people suffer from iodine deficiency, and if you don't have Hashimoto's thyroiditis, so this is the autoimmune type of thyroid disease, then. Iodine deficiency is the most common reason why people have an underactive thyroid and it's so easy to to fix, right? So this is really important to understand. But I don't suggest you just start taking iodine if you have an underactive thyroid because if you have Hashimoto's thyroiditis, it's usually not suggested because it can fuel the underlying um, inflammation. So Just be cautious with iodine and know that this can be um, a very common factor. Now, the next thing is selenium. Selenium is needed for this thyroid, for healthy thyroid, also zinc and copper, vitamin E, vitamin D, and B12. So you could ask your physician to check you for all these minerals to see if you have a deficiency and if you do, of course, start supplementing with, with these vitamins and minerals because you need to give the thyroid some building blocks to be able to produce the hormones um, T3 and T4. Okay. Then, um, when we talk about nutritional factors, it's very important also to understand that if you have Hashimoto's thyroiditis, usually cutting out gluten. And cow milk products is a very good thing because there are often cross reactions between the antibodies and the gluten and cow milk. So in other words, if you cut those out, often the antibodies will lower too. And then lastly, this is something I want to also share with you is that usually, because usually when people come to me and say they have a on the active thyroid, I always ask them, so what did you get tested for? And they usually tell me, well, the TSH. The TSH is the thyroid stimulating hormone, which is produced in your pituitary gland and it's really an indirective test, okay? Because that hormone gives the signal to the thyroid to produce T3 and T4, which are the hormones. And I've noticed this that in the States, Doctors usually perform only a TSH test, but I always suggest if you have a hypothyroid to get a full panel because otherwise you you don't get the full picture. And you might have to talk to a naturopathic doctor or to an integrative doctor to give you really the full range here of the um, thyroid panel to see what is really happening for you. And I'm going to tell you now what those um, tests are. And you can also see them on my website um, and write them down if you want. So um, first of all, get tested for TSH, total T4, total T3, free T4, free T3, also reverse T3, also very important. Then the antibodies, the antibodies are important because you want to know if you have an autoimmune component going on. The one is called thyroid peroxidase antibody. The other one, thyroglobulin antibody. And those are really the antibodies that are present if you have Hashimoto's thyroiditis. So you want to know what's happening with your thyroid because often I get this that people tell, come to me and they say I have an underactive thyroid, but they don't even know which type they have. So they don't know um, can they have iodine, um, seaweed? Do they should they supplement? Should they eat gluten or not? So those is really this is really important too. And as you might know, I'm I'm not only an energy healer, but I'm also a medical doctor trained in also nutritional medicine and I think this is a really important component and I wanted to give it to you so that you have a a better picture of how to heal your thyroid. All right, so I hope this was informative and enjoyed being with you and have a good rest of the day. Much love and bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Energy Shift Podcast at www.drkatarina.com.